Welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Winifred Adams and I'm your host. We are listening to Making Life Brighter and the Winifred Adams Show because today's going to be a super spectacular show for you. I've got a wonderful guest in store for you today and her name is Misty Cogdill and Misty is the founder and the amazing, amazing talent behind the handwritingsoulacademy.com. And welcome Misty. It's nice to have you today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> well, you are the perfect and ideal guest for Making Life Brighter, especially because what you're doing is so soul oriented and it talks to and speaks to personalities and what goes on in your handwriting and how that affects your life. It's so fascinating. But also for those listening to the Winifred Adams show on the C-Suite Network, this actually can speak to business. And what Misty's figured out is that you can take people's handwriting and you can actually help a company along. You can help those that are in the company to succeed more. It is fascinating. So let's jump right in. Misty, how did you begin this amazing journey of graphology? Yeah. Um, so I was married in my 20s and um, actually I should back up. So my mom wanted to change her handwriting my entire life and I always thought it was no big deal. Um, and then I got married in my 20s and my last name changed, which changed my signature. And when my signature changed, I was like, I, it took about a year for me to recognize that something was definitely different. And I didn't know why. It was like a slow leak in a bag. It just kind of drip, drip, drip. And, I, and this happens for all women. I've asked several women since, um, you know, and, and every woman has said yes, that they felt like they've changed. So I was experiencing life differently about a year later, about a year after getting married and having my signature change. And then all of a sudden it was like, it just kind of, I was dawned on me. I'm like, I'm different. I'm like, what happened? Like, where did certain parts of me go? Like I used to be very extrovert and bubbly and like had a lot of energy and was always, you know, super loving to connect with people. And then I was suddenly like, everything was kind of falling away with that. I was becoming more introvert and I was kind of analyzing everything and gathering all kinds of information and knowledge. And I was like, wow, I'm like, life is just, I'm experiencing it very different than the way I was before. And I was like wondering what happened that caused the change in me to experience life in this new way. And I didn't have an answer. And then I was having all of my friends and family say, Misty, you're different. And I'm like, I know. I don't know why. I, I, I can't tell you. I'm like, I don't know what I did different. I don't know, you know, where I took a right turn and I should have taken a left turn, but I got to figure this out. So for five years, I was just kind of questioning, like, what happened? And I didn't have any answers. And then um, the marriage didn't work out. He was a great guy. It just didn't work out. And I ended up getting my maiden name back and started to learn. I got my old personality back. And, you know, again, it took a little while, but once I got my old personality back, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm back to my old self. So what happened? Like, I guess that's what marriage does to you. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be against marriage, but I was like, what the heck? You know, <laughs> yeah. started putting the pieces of the puzzle together and figured out that it was my handwriting and then I'd studied a lot of mentors and I'd studied from the International Institute of Handwriting Studies 
um, as well as other mentors. And there's lots of books out there. And I started doing a lot of my own research and. Um, oh, we cut out of that a little bit there. Are you still there? Okay, yeah, so I was doing a lot of my own research and uh, it, it, it literally, I was able to put pieces of the puzzle together and um, it, it was awesome. So I, I was super excited to, to figure out that handwriting makes a big difference. It shifts the neurological patterns in your brain. And as it shifts the neurological patterns in your brain, it causes you to think different, which can cause different personality traits. Wow. That is fascinating. What's so amazing about your story is that you recognize that something had changed and something had gone wrong and that a simple thing like handwriting shifting or a handwriting change back perhaps or a, a complete shift would actually change your life to where you are now with this great gift. So what did you do then? I mean, how did you begin to really take this under your wing and change it? Um, so I just had studied it. I, I was fascinated by it. I was, you know, continuing to practice with it. I'd had um, somebody that I had worked with completely change his signature and um, all kinds of things opened up in his life. Um, and his life was very, very different. Um, and he loved the benefits as well as several other people. I mean, I've got so many stories that I could share. Uh, the benefits that they had. Uh, one of my friends had tried selling her house for five years. And, and then I looked at her signature and I'm like, well, you have a huge self-sabotage in it. I'm like, this is holding you back. And then, so I said, you need to start writing it this way and in the most beneficial way. And within three months, because it typically takes three months for the neurological patterns in your brain to shift. And then after three months, her, she sold her house. And she's like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. She's like, I didn't know what, what would happen, but I trusted you and I did it. And she's like, look at everything opened up and, you know, finally got to shift. And then, you know, somebody else who was 47 had been single his whole life and, um, you know, afraid to be his authentic self, you know, finally finds love after a year, you know, and it, it was just, so there's so many amazing stories that of things that where people hold themselves back and where maybe self-sabotages are in their signature. And then I come along and then I see whether what's in their handwriting or what's in their signature. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do it this way here. You know, do it like this. This will serve you better. And it will allow you to sometimes clear generational patterns that we've taken on from maybe our parents or our grandparents and it has you move into your authentic self and then move into your full potential of what you're meant to do while you're here on the planet. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Now let's, let's use my handwriting as example of that. Um, just with my signature that I gave you because, oh, that is, I just think it's awesome because, you know, I've probably been an overachiever in the self mastery category of many things and looking at things. And, and then of course with body system health and working in, the field I am, it's, it's really dissecting that. And your handwriting is yet another tool to help you understand yourself. And then we, what we say is you can stop and you can correct. And right. one you really can correct. So let's, let's jump in. Let's, let's see what we have there. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had people say, you know, they're, they're wanting 
to take specific actions and I give them specific actions and tell them exactly how to correct things because every great teacher that ever walked the planet, everybody agrees that we become what we think about. So if we become what we think about and your handwriting reflects your thinking, then it's critical to make sure that your handwriting is written in the most beneficial way because it's almost like a stencil for your thinking and it guides you in a certain way for your thoughts to then lead you to your best, most noble self. Now, so, what do we do with the people that are really good at math and have nothing to do with handwriting and like their whole life is a, is a very, or even like the letters of Chinese and things like that. Does this apply to other languages? Because, you know, those are kind of more stayed and they're, they're a bit more right lines, you know? Yeah, I have not studied other languages, so I couldn't tell you on that aspect, but um, I, I have, you know, studied, like I said, several people and several mentors, so maybe, maybe they have and I, I need to learn from them, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one. <laughs> well, let's jump in and see what you can say about, for example, the signature I gave you and what that says and what you think could be optimized. Yeah. So I've got your handwriting sample right here and everything that I have highlighted is an area of opportunity where it can support you better if you were to learn um, kind of from my handwriting program that I have and just kind of looking into, we just wrote your name here. This is gonna be the most beneficial way to write it. And one of the things that I wanted to point out is for example, the way you were writing your letter F it's actually telling your subconscious mind that your ideas don't count. Because what in it does that? What's in that? So the way that you write your F because you don't do the loop at the top, that's telling your subconscious mind because the letter F is all about creativity. And I always, it's creativity in the future and ideas and concepts that have never been thought of before. So I always talk about like Henry Ford Henry Ford was a brilliant man who worked with the letter F his whole entire life. So obviously he worked with that energy intimately in that pattern, which is bringing ideas and concepts in that nobody has ever created before. So obviously he brought in the idea of a vehicle and everybody else thought he was crazy. He said, you can't do that. Cause he said, if I would have asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, so because he said, well, if I would have asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. I'm not going to ask them. I'm just going to go create what I know can be done because he was working with the creativity of the letter F energy. So then he created it and then he showed them here. Instead of faster horses, I'm going to give you a, ve a vehicle. And he created the vehicle and then everybody thought he was brilliant. You know, so it's like he worked with that letter F energy, which is, again, that's what happens with that energy, with that letter. So when you write it, that's what's going to be activated in the mindset. So every letter has a specific pattern and trait to it. And as it's a specific pattern and trait to it, you know what is going to be working out in the mindset. So, so in the F, at the, there's a loop at the top and then a loop at the bottom. What do each of those mean? Yeah, so the loop at the top is your ideas and concepts. So if you don't do the loop at the top, you're telling your subconscious mind that your ideas don't matter. 
Okay, so you can't have a straight line at the top. You have to have a loop. And then what about the bottom? Right. Assuming there's so a, a line the loop in the middle. At the bottom is service to humanity because it goes off to the right. So you're willing to be of service to humanity. And if you don't have that, then you're kind of cutting that flow and that type of mentality off. Interesting. Amazing. And so what do you have on the, well, what is the W and what are, what's the tail end of, of the last name? Yeah, so the W is the letter of the mentor um, and the letter of the teacher. So you're bringing in ideas and concepts and then you're willing to share it and, and share what you know. So you're being a teacher, you're being a mentor to other people based on what you learn. Um, and then the letter S, um, the way you have it is not. Oh, I lost you there. Wait a minute, we lost you. Okay. So the letter S is about intelligence and balance. And you definitely want to make sure that each letter is written off to the right because that strengthens your growth in moving forward. Amazing. So what do you find with my letter S? Am I intelligent? With your, <laughs> with your letter S, you were, you were writing it the way we were taught in grade school. And this is the exact same way that I was taught as well, um, which this doesn't serve your highest and best. So having it, having it written in the other way is going to kind of open doors. It's one of the letters of creativity as well. So it brings in creative ideas and concepts. Amazing. Amazing. There's three, yeah, there's three letters of creativity. It's the F, R, and S. Beautiful. So when you look at the totality of what I gave you, what is your initial impression? Because I know that like when I look at body systems and I can see a person, it happens so fast now, I can look at their whole system in like a blink of an eye. Yeah, so um, with every every handwriting that I see, you know, I basically look at each individual letter and I kind of bring the whole concept together. And the way that you are specifically writing, what I have highlighted here um, is where you can definitely grow and, and improve. Um, I always say with any any letters that you're writing, especially with like the letter T, you always want to cross the T's on top. Oh, up, up above. Yeah. Yeah. The letter T is all about the letter of the visionary. It's about your self-esteem and it's about your willpower. So the higher the crossbar is, the higher your self-esteem is going to be, the stronger your willpower is going to be, and the better decision-making abilities you're going to have. Oh my God. Everyone needs to take this class. Do you have a class? You must have a class. I do. I have a course um, that I, that I put on to a teachable course. So uh, my website is handwritingsoulacademy.com. And then I've got a course on teachable that has all of my, um, all of the teachings of each letter on there. I love it. So it's actually a site called teachable. It's well, teachable is a, a way for people to teach. There's all kinds of people using teachable. It's a I love it. I love it. I, I think everybody should, you know, this is kind of the thing in schooling. I wish they would teach us like, here's how we write. And then here's optimized writing because X, Y, Z, right? So we missed that. Cause that's obviously it's, it's not something along with body systems and other things that we learn to recognize, we've sort of lost our, our touch with what is, but you must know like the history of writing and 
kind of how long it's been in our sphere and how that's changed over time. Tell us a little bit about writing in general. Well, writing in general, I mean, like I said, I've been studying from um, several mentors and the place that I studied a lot was the in International Institute of Handwriting Studies and they had done a lot of research already. So I've kind of taken and continued on from what I learned from there. Um, I've continued on and, and done a lot of, of my own experiments as well. But um, handwriting goes back almost to the I would say back to, I've heard of like people talk about Kabbalah and, um, you know, kind of taking it back, I know, to like the 1400s or the 1300s. So it definitely is been something that's developed over time. But the way we were taught in grade school, at least the way I was taught in the 80s, being in kindergarten, the way we were taught was not the most beneficial way to write. It was almost every letter, I would say 80% of the alphabet that I was taught in school was, was limiting. It was not beneficial and it did not serve our spirit. It served more of our ego. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so then everybody who learns this, we're not learning in the most beneficial way, which is going to cause a lot of, you know, maybe depression and anxiety and you know, children doing all kinds of different things. It's hard enough in school, let alone having limiting thought patterns and paradigms based on how you're writing, you know? So if you, if everybody, my mission is I, I want to get it out there to all the schools because it's like, if you've got writing that's like the, the great thought leaders of all time, like Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. If you can get their level of thinking in handwriting into children at a young age, imagine how those children are going to grow up and imagine who they're going to be in the world. That's a perfect point. Now, if you had businesses that came to you and said, Misty, we want to use you for what would be the, the purpose that they would hire you to come in and, and work with them? Yeah, so I would work... Um, with like a sales team, for example, and we would look at all of their signatures and their handwriting and we would look at where they're limiting themselves based on the way they write. And then I would go through and I would highlight, you know, hey, this is your area of opportunity. Let's work on this. And it takes about three months for the neurological patterns in your mind to shift. And I'm going to show you the most beneficial ways. And then once we get that solid foundation down, the other piece of my program is focused on the power of questions. So your mindset is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. And if you go back to when you were four or five years old or three years old, you were asking your mom and dad questions 500 times a day. Like who, what, when, where, why, and how to the point of annoyance. My mom used to say, can we play the quiet game, please? <laughs> can you just be quiet for an hour and then you'll get a sucker? <laughs> I did that too. Why? Why? Yeah. It was like, why, 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 why? And it was like, so then if you take it back to that part of our life, nobody ever taught us how. We just automatically ask questions. So if nobody taught us how, then we realize that's how the machinery or the, the mindset actually works. And so if it's the process of asking and searching for answers to questions, there's no need to go around and make statements like, I am rich, I am happy, I am healthy. 
because your brain might say, yeah, right, you liar. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't believe the affirmation and it rolls around right. the opposite, right? In your subconscious. Right, but when you ask a question, it goes directly into the subconscious mind. So I was in real estate for eight years and I would write questions on a page every day when I would go, before I would go into work. And then when I had a great day and I sold the house, I put a star at the top of the page. And when I didn't, then I was like, okay, well, I can learn a little bit, you know, maybe try some other ones. And so I was always experimenting with them as well as I had a lot of great mentors as well. And, um, and so understanding that concept, then I started to realize, you know, after eight years of studying this, I put together like the top 100 questions to ask yourself. And I've got that in my program as well. So we cover the areas of financial, relational, emotional, physical, and spiritual, which covers all areas of life. And then there's questions that support you in all of those areas. I love this. I love this. Oh my gosh. I think this is like a mandatory course for everybody in the world. <laughs> Imagine what you can learn. So how long, you said it takes three months, but how long do you, does it take that you see in general with people that they make changes? Yeah, so there's some letters where I teach them, obviously, the most beneficial way, and they change like that. And they're like, okay, I'm going to do it like this. No big deal. Okay, great. Awesome. They got that down. And there's other people where they're like, what in the world? I cannot get this letter to write the way you're telling me to write. What is going on? And I'm like, you've got an emotional block that, and a, maybe a resentment from your past that you're holding on to, and you're not willing to let go of that that's why that's so hard to write. I love this. Oh my so that's God. That's what's actually happening. <laughs> is your mindset is blocked because your stubbornness might be in the way. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So each letter has a, a optimized uh, flow to it and, and a structure. Yeah. And so you basically have to learn that. And that's part of what you teach. Now, obviously, we type a lot today. We're on the computer all the time. So when do people get to practice themselves in writing? I mean, exactly. When do people have time to go to the gym? They go to the gym to exercise their body. If you can go to the gym and exercise your body, you can go to a pen and paper and exercise your brain. <laughs> Should you actually take time out each day and, and write a paragraph and try and optimize the letter writing? Is that actually beneficial to your life? I do four pages a day of writing. Really? <laughs> How long did it take you to change? Um, it was kind of a process over time because I was so curious about it that I was always like, oh, what's this going to do? And what's that going to do? And what about this? And let's try this. And so I was constantly experimenting and like learning because I was so fascinated by all of it. Um, but I was always so happy and excited. And everyone's like, what are you so happy and excited about? I'm like, you don't know the difference that this makes. So I would say for me, I mean, I, I noticed shifts within three months, but then my curiosity just got bigger because I was like, wow, if that makes that difference, well, then what's this going to do? You know, and then I just kept growing and growing. And then I would talk to people. And at first, some people aren't open to it, you know, and then I'm like, okay, well, you're no fun. Let me talk to somebody who's open and willing to learn. <laughs> I yeah. I know the difference. I've seen people's lives completely dramatically alter. And then I'm like, I have to go out there and share this with more people because I'm like, there's people out there with depression and anxiety and, you know, and, and maybe wanting to get a divorce. And I'm like, well, Hey, you know, if you, we look at your handwriting, 
you know, for a lot of women, they don't know why they changed and then they, they hold themselves back and then they almost like a shell, they go into like a little shell and then they're not willing to, they don't know what happened. They just know life is different and maybe they don't like it. But there's other women I've met that they got married and they skyrocketed and life got really, really good. And they're like, this is awesome. You know, so there's some women that go really, really well. And then there's some women that they get a new last name and they don't like the change. So everybody's a little bit different. And then everyone's obviously got a different last name. So everybody's unique in the experience of, you know, being able to read somebody in their handwriting and the letters of their name and what their biggest challenge is and what their life path is. So all of it matters and all of it, you know, plays a part, but I love talking with people. And then every time I get clients, I'm like, I'm like a kid on Christmas morning, like ready to open up a box. I'm like, oh, it's going to open up for you because I know the difference that it makes, you know? So I sit back like a kid on Christmas morning, like, okay, I can't wait to see what unfolds for you when, when you open up your true potential. <laughs> this is so beautiful. And what a beautiful way to do it. It's not difficult. It's not really that hard. You don't have to go through some deep analysis. <laughs> well, maybe you might have to after you change a little, but it sounds like it's fairly painless and you can go through this. You know, really it's free. You can, once you do the courses or you, you take your, your sessions in, you can go back and practice and, and, and just, it's part of your life. Now, in terms of like first, middle and last name because when people get married sometimes they take their last name and move it to their middle name or, or whatever tell us more about that like what do the the first and the middle and the last name mean or when you get a married name how does that affect you it just i'm sure there's science to that yeah absolutely so some women hyphenate their name and when they hyphenate their name all they're doing is bringing in more energy in their signature so they're really not changing at all. They're just adding to it. But for me, I had completely gotten rid of my last name and I took on my married name and then I had completely altered. And then obviously I went back to my maiden name. So then there was a major shift there. Um, I always recommend people to write their middle name because um, when I was a child, I had received an intuitive message when I was five that said everything that you're personally searching for is in your middle name and everything you're professionally seeking is in the letters DW. And I went, huh, what does that mean? Well, again, I asked the question and then there went my life. You know, I found the answers 30 years later, but um, in receiving that message, I've always been, you know, I mean, once I remembered it again, <laughs> I, I've, I always follow that. And I always make sure that my middle name is part of my signature because it's an energy expression of how I can experience life. And it's an energy expression that's a part of everybody. Everybody's middle name is a part of them. And it's a part that wants to be expressed. So as you express it, you get to experience the energy of it and get to activate it and, and can, uh, can flow with it from there. <laughs> now let's talk about um, the difference. Like you had mentioned, the people that would write an A in a, in a circle and start a, a letter like in Adam's versus up and down and around. What's the difference in that? Yeah, so um, I was super happy to see that you had written more of the star A or what I like to call the star A um, versus the big bubble A. And one of the analogies that I had come up with with one of my clients um, when he was writing the big bubble A and I was trying to explain the difference to him, 
you know, what, what was really happening. And I said, it's almost like you're driving a vehicle and the vehicle is called your life. And in that vehicle, you have a front seat and a back seat. And we've both got an ego and a spirit. <laughs> so uh, ego is in the front seat driving, making all the decisions when you write the big bubble A. And the big bubble A is having you experience life more from an egoic standpoint or from an e egoic uh, place. And then you put spirit in the back seat. And then you're like, okay, ego is making all the decisions here. Well, when you write the star A, you put spirit in the front seat and you put ego in the back seat. And then all of a sudden spirit's like, I'm in charge. This is, bus is going this way. And, and, you know, spirit makes all the decisions or your soul makes all the decisions. And it's about spiritual stardom. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely uh, a different experience in life if you've got ego making all the decisions or if you've got spirit making all the decisions. So I, I definitely don't recommend the big bubble A at all, ever. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, what about the letter T? A lot of people start a capital T with the, and then do a little loopy thing over the top and other people just do a straight T. What's the difference there? Yep, so um, when you write your T's, I always recommend that you always cross your T's on top no matter what. It supports your self-esteem. It's in control of your willpower. And it's the letter of having good decision-making abilities. So it's like standing on top of a mountaintop overlooking a valley. You know, if, you, if you're standing on top of that mountaintop and I said, you need to go across town, you'd be like, okay, no big deal. I'm just going to take that street right there and I'm going to make a right at the light and then I'm going to make a left at the stop sign and I'm going to go out. No big deal. Fine. If you're in town, I said, okay, now you need to go across town and uh, you don't get a GPS and you've never been in that town before. It's going to be a lot harder to figure out like, okay, well, let me go over here. Okay, well, now let me go over here. Well, let me look at where the sun is at, you know, and like you try and figure out how to get across town. It's going to take you a lot longer. So, or, or you know, try, trying to figure it out is going to be a lot harder. So. So what do you see most in people's handwriting? What's the, the biggest thing? most common thing that people need to correct? A lot of backwards loops that I do not recommend. <laughs> they'll, they'll do a lot of backwards loops and those backwards loops are limiting and hold them back. And so what is the number one thing that somebody could do, anybody could do, that would advance them? Cross their T's on top. That's my favorite letter in the entire alphabet. <laughs> and. What about like career and opportunity, career, money, whatever, because everyone always wants that. So what would be the most, it, again, the T's or something else? So um, it's always a combination of things and everybody's a little bit different because based on what their family names and letters were that they worked with, um, you know, everybody's got a little bit different energy to them. But I always talk about the letter G is the letter of prosperity. So we definitely want to make sure that your G's are written correctly. <laughs> yeah, G is in global. G is in <laughs> goodness. G is in <laughs> great. <laughs> There's a lot of positivity to G. And have you ever looked at the, the signature, the frequency of letters? Have you ever looked at what they do? So yeah, well, each letter carries a certain energy and pattern with it. So 
um, I don't even have to read people's signature. And sometimes I've been around people and then I'm, I literally start predicting how they write um, based on how certain things, you know, flow um, after I get to know them better. And then I'm like, okay, do you by chance write the big bubble A? And then they're like, yeah, actually I do. I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. Cause it's got a certain pattern trait to it. You know, you, you can really recognize spirit versus ego pretty quickly. And uh, if somebody's coming from one space or another, you usually through conversation, you know, um, things can kind of reveal themselves even without me seeing their signature. So um, your signature is just a graphic representation of your thought pattern. So it's really a map on paper for how you think. And the only reason why you write in the way that you do is because the neurological patterns are placed in a certain way. So it's almost like remodeling the house of your mind when you start shifting your handwriting. You're, you can be knocking down walls and remodeling kitchen countertops and putting in windows that you know have never been there and doors and you know, you're remodeling the, the house of your mindset. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to do an experiment, an official experiment, <laughs> and I'm gonna take some of the emotional healing clients I have and do a before and after handwriting and then send them to you <laughs> for analysis. That's amazing. I love it. What, what's the most um, common request that people have when they bring something to you? What is it you see most often? Um, a lot of the times people are just, they're, they're showing me what's in their handwriting, but they're like, this isn't working. So something in their life isn't working, whether it be, I can't sell my house. I can't get my marriage to work. I can't find, you know, I, I, I can't find a job. I can't, you know, um, my kids, um, I've got anger issues. Um, cause what happens is a lot of the times with life, you know, people have emotions and maybe they don't go through those emotions and they stuff the emotion. And once they stuff the emotion, then they continue on with life. It becomes buried baggage. So what happens is all of a sudden I come along and then I have you start shifting your handwriting and then you start shifting your handwriting and all of a sudden it's like uh, you open that door and then the old emotions that are unsolved start flooding to the surface. And as those start flooding to the surface, all of a sudden they're like, either they're really angry or they're going, they're crying, you know? So part of my job is it might seem easy, but it's like you're dealing with people's mental states and they're shifting it, which is critical and crucial with people who maybe have, you know, if they were raped when they were a child, you know, and then they've got all these emotions that are coming to the surface that you've then got to deal with. You open up a can of worms, you need to be able to process and handle it. And then I need to be able to coach them through that and be able to direct them and say, hey, you know, this, this emotion, I've got these letters that I want you to write. You know, I've got this sentence that is gonna support you. And as you write this sentence, it's gonna support your situation for what you're going through. So I know how each letter works. I know the mentality, the energy, what it works with. And if someone's dealing with anger issues, I'm gonna have them work in a certain way. If they're dealing with a lot of sadness and um, you know, if they were possibly, you know, traumatic childhood, some horrible event that happened, I work with them in a different way. If I've got somebody else who, you know, they're, they're just like, I, I'm a mess. Everything's, you know, all over the place. Then I'm able to coach them, you know, just with, with other letters. So I've got certain sentences that I'm, that I'm able to craft for the individual based on what they're going through. And everybody's past is different. 
so it's each individual experience for that person that I then can support them and help heal whatever it is that they're going through, through a certain pattern structuring. Amazing. This is Misty Cogdill and she <laughs> is the founder and discovery artist of handwritingsoulacademy.com and she has an incredible course series and uh, she is just amazing. I'm so happy we met, really. I'm so, so happy to, to come across this. This has been a, a great love of mine since I began doing healing work because looking at iridology, body system health, face structure, all of that speaks a language, a subconscious language, and this does too. This is doing the same thing. It's another tool, it's another avenue into the soul, if you will, and you're correcting where there's missteps and people can actually back up. And the neat thing is you can correct it. Yes. Yep. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I would love to have you come back with some other additional things where people have maybe tried some of your, your work and then they see that change and talk about that with you, with them on the show, because yep. I think that would be really powerful for people to see. Absolutely. And to, to hear their stories. Now, what do you have coming up next? Um, so we are getting ready to do um, a tour across the country uh, with Kirsten Dunn. And she is um, leading a, so her website is Marketplace Masters. And Masters is spelled with a Z at the end. So it's marketplace um, marketplacemasters.com. And she's creating a movement with businesses. So she's a business entrepreneur. She does business consulting. She is a brilliant genius in it. Uh, we met with her last night. We got to finally see her um, and talk with her. And she's going around to each state and she's bringing in businesses for social change. So she's like, okay, we, we can't wait. We don't have time. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the United States that are not good that we need to create social change. And so she's bringing businesses together to be like, okay, what can we do? Okay, you do this. Okay, you do this. Okay, you get this done. You, you know, and literally bringing people together in communities and putting them to work. Okay, so yeah, she, we're putting together um, a group of people. She's got a group of people that are coming together to support each community and teach them and share with them the way that we can make changes happen for the better and create a ripple effect in each state, going around to have each state go into each community and make a difference and make an impact. So we're super Lovely. excited about that. <laughs> Well, congratulations on all of your work and everything that you're doing. It sounds so uplifting, so positive, and we so need that because you are the epitome of what this show is about, making life brighter. And you yeah. are making lives brighter. You're helping heal the world, and it's stunning. I mean, it's just great. And, you know, who couldn't use better handwriting anyway? It looks nicer on the page. It's, it's gratifying. I mean, I remember I used to actually love writing as a kid, and my big thing was number two pencils. I loved writing with pencil and I was really careful. And I remember sitting in the afternoon, writing, 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 just for the sake of writing, for the energy flow of having the, the actual movement on the page. And I would actually sit there and enjoy it. And it got worse and worse and worse over time. It was 
you know, time sped up and we didn't have enough time. And I think we need to slow it down. It seems like this is a good way to sort of contemplate and take time out and sort of speak with your soul on paper. Yeah, it, it really is. And I always journal in the morning between the hours of 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. because that is the best time to connect. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, Missy, I love your work. Thank you for being here. Please come back with examples and uh, people that have had super success stories because we want to hear all about that. And you're going to go out and make everybody's life brighter. And you'll see her all over soon. So thank you so much for being here. Again, you can find her at handwritingsoulacademy.com. And that's Misty Cogdill. And you're found on social media as well, Misty. Yes, um, I have a Facebook group, a public Facebook group that is facebook.com slash group slash Handwriting Soul Academy, as well as I'm on YouTube and LinkedIn and Instagram. So you can find uh, YouTube. I've got actually, if you look up Andy Shell on, Handy, on Handwriting Soul Academy on YouTube, his testimonial is on there. And uh, he shares how he changed his handwriting, all what happened, his experience with it. And then how he went from 8 million to 12 million in three months. And the only thing he did different was shift his handwriting. Well, money aside, I just want to do this for optimization. <laughs> I'm eager to, to learn what you corrected there and what that means. So thank you so much yeah. for being on Making Life Writer. And thank we'll have you, you back soon. Me. Thank you. <laughs> Go jolly, everybody. Thanks for listening. And, uh, We'll have more upcoming soon. We've got all kinds of guests that are, are amazing this fall. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope everyone out there goes out and makes somebody else's life brighter. You're listening to the Making Life Brighter show. And you can find me on the C-Suite Network. You can also find me on Facebook under Making Life Brighter. And you can find us on Voice America. Thank you. And of course, the YouTube channel. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.